Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day and we have the power to make a difference today. So let's do this. Brand new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to turn it all around again. It's a new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to start over again. Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marsha's Plate, M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, gosh. This has been a strange strange ass week because people are being weird, Uh, but people are (laughs) usually weird. (laughs) <laughs> that you know, I, I, yeah. I'm in contact with weird people all the time. Have you ever gotten somebody that was mad at you about not like supporting their business? Their business, business. Business, business. Not personal business. Not personal business. Just like their business, <laughs> business. Like what? Like you know, I be I I'll see LLC Twitter, and or right. you know, <laughs> or a meme or something that will say, you know, there there's this popular little sound that's going around that says, um, people ask me, why aren't you famous yet? Why aren't you popular yet? And because you ain't share my shit. Cause you ain't you ain't tell people about my shit. It's it's uh, this whole little thing that I've been seeing, and uh, then I will see them say, um, I'll see a meme LLC Twitter saying, oh, do, I don't so y'all don't um don't ask me for no discount just cause you friends and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Da, 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 da. Don't ask that, me for yeah. no discount. Mm-hmm. Um, pay the regular price, regular price, like, like you do, you the, do white these people, white the white people. people. Yep. Yep. Like you do the white people, like uh-huh. you do these regular, these big companies pay the regular price. Da 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 da. Now, cool. If you that type of person, mm. cool, cool. Yeah. Now, mind you, how I think about things is going to be a little bit different. I can't expect somebody else's business to handle how I do things. I don't <laughs> care if wait, you're my wait, friend. You say, say that sentence again. You can't expect. The, how Same they do their business may not match my how I do my business. Okay, okay. <laughs> if if you my friend and I sell cars, uh, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm going to sell you a car for the same amount that I'm going to sell my non-friend. Right, you would think. 
I don't know. It's just, it's just <laughs> you how it is. Yeah. I don't that's, have that's enough normal. friends. First mm. of all, I don't have enough friends for it to, it to affect my business that way. Mm. <laughs> Where, oh mm. my, everybody is getting a discount. No, I don't have mm. enough friends like that. But if mm. you're my friend and I work at a particular place, and you right. are a patron of that place. I'm going to try to give you the best discounts. Now, I'm not going to lose my job for you, but exactly. I'm gonna, whatever discount that I can give you, I'm going to do it for you. Whatever, um, whatever workaround I know about, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever type of thing that, that can save you money, mm-hmm. even if it cuts my money, I am going to do it for you. Because you right. are my friend. That is how mm-hmm. I do. Now, I'm not expecting everybody else to be like that. I've done it. If I worked at McDonald's, if I worked at, I ain't never worked at McDonald's, but any other fast food like um, Wendy's that I've worked at, rallies. If I can throw mm-hmm. an extra fry in the bag, I'm throwing you an extra fry yes, in man. the bag. I worked, I worked in pizza for a second, so yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever pizza I sucks. can do. Yeah. If I if I worked at Bath and Body Works for eight years, if if there's a twenty percent off or a, a ten dollars off of thirty mm. that you don't have, I'm gonna get you the discount. Mm. I'm gonna show you where to find it. I'm gonna show you how to get it. Right. I'm gonna show you how to do it. Right. I'm not gonna let you. You get what I'm saying? I'm not gonna. I can't give you in that situation. I couldn't give you free stuff, but I can give you all the discounts that I could think about to give you on figuring right. out how to make right. it cheaper. Right. So anyway. I'll see them make those kind of um, make those kind of memes, but then I also those don't kind of when I think about it, those don't kind of match. You don't want to give mm-hmm. your friend a discount based on friends and family, but you want them to give you the free promotion based, based on, on friends, friends and family. And family. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. my friend and you my family, so you should exactly. be promoting me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not well, if you was yeah. one of them white companies. If you was one yeah. of them big companies, I would charge them <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to be on right. my platform. And they would give me some coins. They would mm-hmm. give me an affiliate link. They would give mm-hmm. me something to help me promote. They would give me free items because, honey, these companies don't mind, especially if you are influenced, sending yeah. you free items. Samples and everything. Yeah. Sam- you know, whatever for you mm-hmm. to, for them to promote what they got going on. But right. also, these big companies right. also got an email list. They always sending me 20% off. They're always sending me mm. buy one, get one free. Something in my email for me to come spend my money. Now, is there a markup? Is there a da, 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 what do you, you know, whatever it may be. Mm. But they still are doing something that's saving me money in my mind to right. get me to come shop with them. Right, right, right. So... That's incentive. That's incentive to go shop with them. Yeah, exactly. So why aren't you doing that? But mm. you want. And so when I say, well, my rate to put your company <laughs> <laughs> on, well, you know, for me to put this, whatever this post that you're trying to get me to post on my platform, you're mm-hmm. trying to get me to talk about it. You're trying to get me to post about it. Oh, can you share this on your da da da? Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. My rate is this for advertising. Talking about, this is business. Yeah. <laughs> this business. is the rate for advertising. Because you didn't want me to ask you for no discount as a friend. Why are you asking me for promotion as a friend? I feel like that's, that's fair. 100. That's fair. That's yeah. I don't yeah. know. Is 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 that shady? And some people is like, well, you should be supporting know. black business. Yes, I should. And I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
And yes, for advertising, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you a, a cheaper rate. <laughs> exactly. 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 But you get what I'm saying? Right. But don't try to play it like the entitlement of we owe you. Mm-hmm. The Is entitlement. That no, I think that's the key word you just said entitlement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're not entitled to anything. You know what I'm saying? We should be entitled to certain things, but life, liberty. <laughs> It's gonna happen, but like shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but I feel you. I have seen that. I have seen that. Like, you know, more off the LLC Twitter, just kind of internet, just like yeah. If you really, it's like the steps memes, basically, <laughs> like that, that kind of energy. Just like, well, if you yeah. really da 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 ba 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 ba. What is that called? What is that what is that red herring or something? Like, it's just like, girl, what? A like, red herring oh. fallacy. It's like these don't, these don't, that's not these don't match. Or, yeah. or is it straw man? I can't remember. Straw man. Straw man or straw man. I can't remember. 44 Yes, it's that where these don't, these don't yeah. match. These yeah. Don't match. Yeah. Also, yeah. But people get weird. Equivocate. Just, people equivocate random things today. Absolutely. And then it gets weirder. <laughs> Well, I had this one person. I'm the, it's I'm I just had a conversation about it, so it's coming to my brain when we think about entitlement. I had this one girl, she slid in my email, she slid in my um DMs. And at mm-hmm. first I thought when I first started reading her message to me, I thought it was something serious. Mm-hmm. It felt like she was checking me, but it was like the <laughs> you know how people check you and it's like a nice way of checking you. Mm-hmm. And so I continued to read and I'm like wait do you know what she was checking me for what she was checking me because (laughs) when i engage with her content Mm -hmm. you know how you get an option where you can like thumbs it up heart it smiley face it laugh at it right 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 she said that every time I engage with her content, like her post uh-huh. or whatever, I always uh-huh. thumbs it up and I never heart it. Other people be hearting or laughing, <laughs> da, da, da. Why do I always thumbs it up and I never heart it? Every time she looked, she checked. She made... <laughs> <laughs> she checked, clearly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, she said, I went back and I reviewed. Every time, okay. I mean, I was like, that's that's odd. I mean, that's that's it. Is it? Am I tripping? Is that too much investment? Mm -mm. I was like, so you are checking me because I didn't heart your status. I just liked it. I just thumbs it up. That's not gonna make you heart any statuses. Checking you nicely about hurting, like, what's your end game? Like, in this situation, what is your end game? Like, you want me to every time I see other people hearting, I should heart. But if if this was the first (laughs) time that this had happened to me, I would Mm -hmm. have been more annoyed. But because this had happened to me before, there was this dude, his name was that's wild, Chris Flowers. He he'd be online, (laughs) um on his political anti um anti um you know white stuff not anti white oh, yeah, that's not yeah. it anti uh, like um 
you know, just calling white folks out about their racism. You get what I'm okay. saying? Anti-racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. he'll be on it. He'll be, la- he'll be loud. He'll say something funny. He'll say something serious. And so sometimes I'll respond whatever way I feel like responding. It just mm. whatever. So I guess he made a joke and he wanted everybody to put a smile, like laughing emoji to it. Yeah. So yeah, he had yeah. everybody, I guess he slid in my DMs, DMs and said, um, hey, can you change your response to a laugh? <laughs> and I was like, what? Wait. And he was like, well, everybody else laughed and you were the only one who put a heart. And I don't really like, I don't like my responses not to be uniform. What? Wait a minute, 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 though. If what you want certain kind of responses, you want to curate your response. He does he wants them to be all his responses to be uniform. Oh my goodness. That is random. I put a heart because I wanted to put a heart. Because I love <laughs> the message of what you were saying. Right. I didn't find it funny. I love the message. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just put a heart. And I am not about to Aww. look at everybody's response. When I see a post come down my feed, I mm. am not about to look at everybody's responses and check yeah. to see of how I want to respond matches how the rest of your people's respond. I'm not even going to click that little thing that shows what everybody said, what everybody right, did. Right, I'm not going right. to do that. You're responding for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm responding for me. I, it's yeah. scrolled on yeah. my timeline and uh-huh. I'm saying I'm going to do whatever I feel. It could be a thumbs up. It could be a mm-hmm. laugh. Mm-hmm. It could be a sad face. Whatever I want to do, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. It could be a meme. <laughs> it could be whatever, <laughs> however I respond. I'm not response. going to do yeah. that. And he says, well, I'm just going to have to delete you because I oh. I know this may be anal for maybe anal. Of Wait. Me, but I I just want my responses to be uniform. And I was like, you got okay, to I do can, what you I, have to do. I can respect that. I can respect. Look, I can respect that. Why? You could have just cut through the that other bullshit at the top, though. And just went straight to the point. Just said, "You could have deleted hey. me without me even yeah. knowing, and I wouldn't yeah, even notice." Could they? He could have either deleted you without you knowing, or he could have just said, "Hey, like, and not been all weird about it, and said, like, this is my thing. If you're down for that or not, let me know. Otherwise, I got to delete you. Boom. That's it." I wouldn't even want that because it would all have been still weird. I just it delete all me, weird. bro. Just, yeah, cause, yeah, because you don't got <laughs> to delete me, bro. Delete me, bro. I wouldn't even notice it. Yeah, it's not. We didn't even know. It's not that deep. It's not. You would have made room for somebody else. I got tons Ooh, of the time. requests that I ain't responded to <laughs> because I got too many people on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was that's, just that's... strange. And so the heart went. So when when the girl hit me up about the heart, <laughs> okay, I didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, abno- I was like, yeah, I remember this. This this is okay. what happens when you're on the internet. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, darling. I just respond based <laughs> on what I, I feel. feel. And at usually when something come across, if I like it, I like it. It's it's not like a excuse me. I'm not gonna always put a heart. I'm not gonna always put a smiley face. I'm not gonna. Sometimes I won't even put a thumbs up because I don't. It doesn't resonate with me. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you say if, if it's a problem, you can delete me. Like just like it's cool, and that's what I said I, because I thought yeah. that, that was gonna lead to 
exactly what, what he happened. did. And I was like, but if you don't like how I respond to your um your messages, um, you can just delete me. I won't have any kind of issue. It won't be no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. And remember, she had came in a like nice, nasty way. And right, so because right. I was responding in nice, nasty too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. She said, she was like, oh no, 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 no. I just was wondering, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm gonna continue That's... to respond how I want to respond. But I thought that that was weird as hell. People are just weird. I think people I mean, are just weird on the internet. Yeah, people are weird on the internet. The Have internet you had any people weird too much access to people? Um, weird, nah. like what's the weirdest engagement online that you've had? Like you're like what? You know the weirdest. The weirdest thing really is like when people want to get you into all those like scams and stuff and like oh you know you end up in these like group messages with twenty seven thousand people your cousins or whoever you know what i mean it's just like you know uh selling stuff or you know you want to buy a house you know investments and just quit get rich quick you know kind of like you know before llc twitter it was just like you like quick schemes get rich schemes or like yeah it just it's pyramid schemes and all that kind of stuff that's the weird like chain mail yeah, it but it'd like be like twenty seven. Send me your cash chat. app. Send me your cash <laughs> app, for five, and I'll send five hundred dollars. And yeah. I be, and it'll be they'll. I guess somebody done hacked their profile or something, maybe. And no, no, and, no. I'm not talking about when it's hacked. I'm talking about when it's like folks be like, you know, uh, you know, this is how you can come up and start investing, or this is how you got. Like, but Bitcoin. it's like some hood. But it, but it'd be like some hood shit. Be NFT. Like, everybody. Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> even before even before that just like everybody's in the check call your cousin get them can i add them on facebook so it's on facebook and i get this big ass facebook message and it'll be like a cousin a person that, that, that folks from school like and it'll be like who want to take my seminar for 27 dollars? you know what i mean kind of thing <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? that kind of shit that's what i mean right like i got the tools to help you get your thing and it costs money but it's like everybody's in the group message is what i'm saying and so it's just and I always yeah. think that that's It'd a be hustle. Like older, older, older people hustle shit. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like hustle I always shit. think that that's I'm a hustle. Good. Like when people, hustle. They'll, they, they're thinking that if I can get how that's many people can I get to yeah. to fall for this? Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff, like some of the stuff, be like you know pseudo legit. You know what I'm saying? Get you a house for two dollars, but you got to do all these programs and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or oh, whatever. Because it's the hood, they try to get people by these houses. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> anyway, but you know what I'm saying? It just be like random, ra- yeah, random stuff. Like uh what was it, Herbalife? Uh Herbalife. All that kind of shit. Oh, and all that, kind of shit. that era, yeah. I would get just like group messages, somebody selling something, something for your health, something that that is just I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot. Take me off the on thing. the internet on the social media <laughs> sites, it was tummy tea. Oh, yeah. Um, it all was some, all that kind of shit. Uh, the little waist things that wrap around your waist. I get the scammers. The scammers, because you have some type of platform, they'll they'll say, yo, I was attacked by my, I, I was attacked by three men in the, on the subway. And I have a broken femur, a broken collarbone, and a broken all of skull. It. All of it. And I am <laughs> a black trans woman from I'm a black immigrant trans woman living with an abusive 
Pope's partner prostituting oh, yeah. on Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> so detailed. Okay. Prostituting yeah. on Skid yeah. Row. Not prostituting. <laughs> and prostituting. <laughs> 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 okay. It'll be every, it will be an amalgamation of Ooh. every woe is me yep. story that yep. could be. And you like, what? <laughs> Can you share That's... this GoFundMe to the platform? <laughs> Listen, I was about to say. That's the weird shit. I definitely have some weird like trans shit where it's like, I'm like, first of all, I don't know you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just white blowing up this, my shit. Like, and ma'am, like, you copied somebody. and pasted this message to me six months ago too with a different <laughs> GoFundMe. <laughs> you forgot, but you might have thought that I deleted it, but you copied and pasted this a few oh, months ago. You no, said it happened last weekend. <laughs> You said it happened last weekend six months ago. And here you go again mm, saying mm, it happened mm, last weekend. Mm, 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 you just you get what I'm saying? Mm, this this, this people ain't been it. people yeah. been getting the, the the profiles too would be like fake trans people type shit for trans like fake trans dudes. And I'm like, I I, I gotta have to start, you know, filtering a lot better over time because people just slide in there to be, you know, want to get into a group. Like you said, it'd be like GoFundMe's. You know, it's just like, you know, I got to verify. And I blame the culture because I blame performative allyship who just who don't want to actually change structure. They just want to throw money at stuff. And and people are seeing that as an opportunity for hustle. So I can't be mad of them, but you can't do that to me, darling. And 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 there's a gentry. There's a class thing of folk, a performative identity shit within the community. And a lot of that is folks from uh, upper class type of thing. It's annoying as fuck because, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it, one, it takes up a lot of space and they bout that shit. They'd be like, oh, you're going to give me money because I'm so black. I'm so trans. <laughs> give me money. It's like, girl. And I'm like, throw money at you like that. But like you said, it's like, it's interesting because some of those folks do that kind of stuff. And then you said, like you said, it'd be something like regular smaller broke. <laughs> trans folks, trans folks, trying to get who actually need the money and don't yeah. have the connections and the infrastructure to all these other services mm-hmm. and support. You get what I'm saying? So it's like it's so interesting this is a new because you have you have a layer that has a certain education, capital, and class status, and, cl- and all this kind of stuff that's kind of like slumming it basically, like the whites used to slum it up in Harlem. We got a segment <laughs> in in the community of uh, folks of color who are slumming it too, and out and working through their own class stuff. In, in my opinion, you know, and stuff like identity stuff. But it's like that's there. And what you just said, which is folks who actually do need money, getting caught up in this too. But when they say no to them, they're fucked. When they say no to you, you can call somebody who knows somebody mm-hmm. and still get what you need. And that that that's yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to digress, but no, I real. get what you're saying. It's it, a it is hard for people to tell. And it. those are the folks that push that culture, though. That's what yes, I'm it's not the broke folks that's pushing it. How you if say you're a person in need, <laughs> how you eliminate this is you got to be in community with people already. You yep. can't just be coming. <laughs> I don't know you, and you're coming yep. talking, giving this woe is me sad story. Now, if you somebody 
who is in community, got good standing in the community, come and support other yep. people's stuff, come and be a, not just support, mm-hmm. but be a part of stuff, be a part mm-hmm. of community, then mm-hmm. it's more likely that folks is going to trust what you are saying. It's more likely that people are going to. But if you just you, pop up. But if yeah. you just pop up and I don't know you, I'm going to think that you own some scammy shit. Because yeah. I know people who are out here scamming. Yeah, and it be it do it does it is it is like that though sometimes because like I've definitely seen where it's like this major really intense thing happened again and it don't be like the same thing but it'll be like I've seen where it's been same people same groups being like the sky is falling today <laughs> white people give us all your money the sky is falling next weekend give us all your money in advance the sky <laughs> is is it always is it. Because, because last time I checked, I'm black. I'm a black. I'm a I'm a dark skinned black too, and now I look like a whole ass dude. So the sky is always falling. Like where you been? Where you been? The sky it's always falling. Don't always. <laughs> I'm not. I'm never gonna be the one that is protecting corporations' coins or you know other people who are other privileged people's coins. I'm never gonna right. be that person. But. I'm talking about when you're trying to scam your own community. That's what I'm talking about, too. That's when I have an issue. I'm talking about all of it. (laughs) I have an issue (laughs) with when it's your own community and you trying to scam us. Girl, get out of here. I am not Mm -hmm. interested. Stop. There is a recently somebody who (laughs) their their introduction to ask you for something was open up your wallet and purse i'm tired of asking the community for help yeah uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it's like i'm like that's what I'm saying. yeah does, does that but, work like you said it's a culture shift there's a tone shift that has happened and it's super scammy and it's like i think you know technology but like also like i think i blame obama I always go back to I'm in organizing for America and creating this culture of nonprofits and social justice and all that kind of shit, acting like it's the fucking Peace Corps. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm just going to go here and go there. You know, you used to actually have stuff. What I saw change in the in the nonprofit sector, like social justice before it was like blew up nonprofit industrial complex level was you went from, like you said, local community. We know each other. to all of a sudden having all these people coming in from, I remember working on a 2012 campaign. They have people there from all across the country. And I've worked on presidential elections and local elections 2002 through then. And it usually was local people. But now it's like, oh, I got a master's degree. Now I can go work on an election. You know what I'm saying? Or I got a master's degree. Now I can work it. You know what I'm saying? So it, like, it kind of just disrupted. It, be- it became a professional class of social justice. That's what we yeah, got. Yeah, instead of the grassroots. Yeah. And so, like, I think that muddled a lot of it. At the same time, you get the dismantling of the unions. You get the dismantling of, like, statewide student associations where I used to work, U.S. Student Association, where you had the National Queer Student Coalition and the Queer Student of Color Caucus. First time I'm around queer folks of color from all across the country. And these are pipelines to organizing apprenticeship and getting, like, the hands on. We haven't had that for, like, 10 years now. Mm. I think that's a so there's a there's a there's a whole missing. Remember they got rid of Acorn, who used to do the grassroots organizing. So all these institutions that used to be there that were more grassroots, they cut all that shit out. Meanwhile, the the conservative right wing, they've been sitting there using the same tactics 
and building up getting these folks like we've been talking getting folks on the school board uh the alec that legislative commission where it's like everybody got a piece of legislation for trans people everybody got a piece of legislation around abortion and it's just copy cut paste don't matter the state copy cut paste to just do it different because they're all connected they've been building that for the last 20 years they've been building that for the last 20 years and we got played because and i still like i said i think it's connected to obama by making it seem like you could do this shit only from a, you need a master's degree to do it i think that's a part of what happened to a lot of that like that money didn't go to like build more grassroots shit it went so people would be like i'm making salary yeah <laughs> Let me so y'all tell us tell us what you think. Tell us have you dealt with um LLC Twitter and their uh, inconsistent messaging? <laughs> have you dealt with have you dealt with weird ass social media people who have a problem with how you like, how you respond, how you, you know, and we're not talking about you're being an asshole under their fucking post. We're talking about, you know, how like your the emojis that you use, the memes that you use, whatever. Yes. Have you have you had a problem with somebody being weird about that stuff? And also, what are y'all feeling about this scammer culture that mm. is happening in these internet streets. Tell us what you think. Hashtag March's Play. <laughs> You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know that what is basic Trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic <laughs> for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. dead smack in the middle of black history month so we are celebrating black history and it is valentine's day week so we're also reminiscing and celebrating love as well so i wanted to talk about love and sexuality being the early frontiers of liberation for black people in the aftermath of slavery, us as black people, particularly black women, we were coming into a new relationship with liberation, citizenships, politics of this land, economics of this land. There was a huge amount of hope of what could be now that we're out of slavery. We've been in bondage for hundreds of years. Like we couldn't control or do anything when it comes to where we were going in life, what we could do for work, who we could be intimate with. Like literally they were breeding us. So with emancipation came the hope and dreams of a new life, a new relationship with politics, a new relationship with economics, a new relationship with how we are going to navigate here in this United States of America. During Reconstruction, there was this political power that was on the verge that was kind of growing. This is a 
early time and when we start having our first black senators, our just first political power, where we really get to start living the promise of America, that all of us are created equal and we can pursue happiness and liberation. That was the promise, Uh, you know, but a lot of promises were broken. Think about economically. Economically, we were promised many things. 40 acres and a mule. It really wasn't a mule, but they threw that in for a little razzle-dazzle. But we wasn't given the land in order for us to (laughs) thrive in a country. We were just put out to pasture. (laughs) Figure it out on your own. No kind of tools other than the skills that we learned and our people. And, you know, we started to thrive because we are a surviving, resilient group of people. But then the 1877 compromise happened and it all just kind of turned to shit. All of our hopes and dreams started to be shitted on because they pulled the troops out and, you know, Ku Klux Klan rised up. The the Southern white power was shitty and wanted it to return back to the South that they remember putting those Negroes in their damn place. (laughs) So one of the places that is really, really key to look at when we are trying to understand what the culture of the people and what was happening in the world, we had to look at our music. A budgeting genre of the day was blues. And in that music, the subject matter was a lot of times about sexuality and love. And because we were in this new free space, it was a lot of times some artists talking about same gender loving sexuality and love. Like Ma Rainey, Bessie Smith, Frankie Halfpipe Jackson. That grew into other artists like Gladys Bentley and Sister Rosetta Tharp and even Lucille Bogan. A lot of people, there's viral videos going on now with her song and her lyrics, particularly around the time when WAP from um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion came out. They were talking about how, you know, vulgar the song was. And then you people... Of course, because we know a little bit of history because of YouTube, they pulled up Lucille's Bogan's songs where she was talking about sucking dick and eating pussy. But she actually has a song called the BD Women's Blues and BD stands for Bull Dagger, <laughs> Bull Dyke, <laughs> which we all know is a, a old school term for lesbian, particularly butch lesbian to be exact. And the first lyric of the song is, BD women ain't gonna need no man. Hey, yeah, yeah. BD women ain't gonna need no man. So we know, based on the lyrics from these women, that. Honey, it was some dyking going on. It was some sexual liberation happening. (laughs) It was some freedom. It was some things going on behind closed doors or, you know, or not. And then we'll be thinking about, you know, 
Frances Thompson, who was a trans woman, and they were in brothels and running brothels like Lucy Hicks Anderson. We were out here, and there was a little bit of a level of freedom because clearly if we have accounts of people transitioning, when Juneteenth gets announced here in Texas, I told y'all about Lizzie Montgomery transitioning in the year of Jubilo. They start living their truth. So clearly there was a certain level of freedom and a certain level of sexual um, and identity fluidity happening in our own community. After slavery, there were two places where we could find liberation on our own. One of those places was education. During this time, black women were staunchly passionate about creating schools and really getting sucking up all the education and passing it along to schools that's where hbcus come from that's where so many people got liberation through education and the next frontier is love and sexuality we were literally coming out of a space where our bodies were manufacturing goods our babies were a product that was created to help the bottom line of a capitalistic system the bottom line of a plantation they literally would put us together because this dude is a strapping nice body sturdy man and oh my God, you got childbearing hips. Let's put them together because we know they're going to make us some babies. And consequently, more babies mean more forced labor and more money in their fucking pockets. No consideration of who loves who, who's married to who, whose sexuality is what, whose identity is what. No consideration at all. It's all about the bottom line and how much money that you are going to produce for me. So, of course, when we become free, there is this new frontier of sexuality and love and identity that we can explore and let it manifest in its natural way, however we want to do it. So while we were not getting what we wanted politically, everybody was thwarting our gains. And we were not getting what we needed economically. They were literally making laws and black codes and rule Jim Crow laws that was stopping us from economic prosperity. So while we were not getting those things, we were getting the love that we desired. We were being able to be in the world as we saw fit. There was a certain level of freedom that we had in this moment of time. And of course, when everything is going good and we start to have this semblance of a new life and a new world. White supremacy and the image of white supremacy and the image of wanting to be like them started to play a part in our mind. And those respectability politics start to play that was instilled in us because because we were, you know, indoctrinated into the church. 
and wanting to mimic whiteness, indoctrinated into white supremacy. So how we looked, who we partnered with, how we act started to be influenced by those things. And so by the time we get to the 40s and 50s, we see a more conservative culture of black people because our success is intertwined with respectability. You see how that works? Like in order for you to get advancement here, you got to be the good Negro. And that's include doing what's right, particularly as racist as white Christianity was. You out here dyking and fagging. You're not going to get in the door. I'm already putting out propaganda and creating bullshit for pseudoscience to make you beneath me. <laughs> and oh here you go with this gay shit too and you think you're gonna get through the door with that shit i'm already looking for a reason to push you out of upper society and upper culture quote-unquote upper because <laughs> we know they were bland as hell <laughs> but love sexuality and gender identity have always been a early frontier of liberation because of its private, personal, intimate nature. And since then, we have come a long way. We have come a long, long way. And I just wanted to kind of talk about it and give you some context to let you know that love is our birthright. Sexuality is our birthright. Identity is ours. It is our freedom. It is our liberation. So wherever you find that, whether you find self-love, whether you're trying to build it within self, whether you're trying to build it in your partner, who you are intimate with, whether it be community love, wherever you find love and mm, wherever you find it, it is yours. Nobody else can take it away. So appreciate it. Give it freely. And you deserve to get it just as freely. And this is Trans 101. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So, you know, I was on these internets, interwebs, and apparently, 
and came across this article about how uh, a fight over trans rights derail environmentalists in Nevada. Apparently, they are uh, there's a mine, a lithium mine project that's happening down there, and uh, one of the nations down there, uh, Native American indigenous nations down there, was fighting it, but also some big, you know, uh, environmental group with some white folks. Turns out that this group that also offered to be the lawyers for this nation there in Nevada are connected to some very extremist turfy organization, Deep Green Resistance, that also identifies as a radical feminist organization. And they oppose opening up women-only spaces like bathrooms to transgender women, whom the group's website refers to as, quote, people born male. So, this has blown up all the grassroots alliances that once stood together against this Nevada mine project known as Stacker Pass. And it's just bizarre. Uh, you know, the uh, environmental indigenous activists have uh, separated from these folks and they said that they felt like they were betrayed because they didn't tell them that they were connected to this group and they knew that that was going to be a liability. Like it's a well-known fact that this group is like super turfy. Um, and has put them in a predicament where they got to figure out how they're going to address this issue in a different way and definitely not with them. And so, um, yeah, so I just thought this was interesting how like trans stuff is like it, the, just all this money, just like what is happening with this turfy stuff. It's just I was so confused. As, I was like, how did this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they tried to stop a lithium mine from going on this land. That also was a, a place where they people were massacred back in the day. It's sacred land. So they fighting this. But you got this random ass white people that turn out to be connected to some turfy organization that's doing like environmental justice. Like white people are wild. White people are wild. Meanwhile, now they don't have a lawyer and they got to figure out how they're going to organize around fighting this mine from being put on this land down in Nevada. Um, without these people i mean they don't want their help because people are protesting them wherever they go anyway when they find out they're there they're connected to this uh i mean this turfy people anyway so i'm wondering for you like yeah what do you think about this like isn't this kind of wild there are a lot of situations because people are not politically educated they're and because sometimes because they are i feel like there are situations that there are different overlaps of, yeah. of politics. So it, it's, it's not, it wouldn't be strange to me for a person who cares about environmental justice to also yeah. be a turf. Mm. I, I can, I can imagine there being a, 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 a feminist sector that really really is passionate about environmental justice but they're really really passionate about not including trans people in the feminist movement yeah i mean you feel what i'm yeah, saying yeah yeah no i, I feel what you're saying it's but just, we've but feminist yeah. feminist groups have been going through this for a long time when we think about right. You know, Susan B. Anthony's and and, you know, the, that type of white feminist feminism mm -hmm. that, you know, like, yeah, we see the plight of the female, but we don't see the plight of the Negro. And Period. how dare Period. you we don't see them as people? <laughs> yeah. How dare you 
give these niggas the right to vote because they got a penis, but y'all don't want to give us the right to vote before them. <laughs> and just because we women, how dare yeah. you? Yeah. I can I can definitely see just in that kind of vein how there are overlaps in the political um, mm -hmm. nature of different fights. When you think of people who are vegans and people who are have that kind of, um, you know, we see it when it comes to like animal rights. When we when we see these people putting their life on the line to stop these animals from getting harmed. But as soon as they see this a black person. person getting killed by the police, mm -hmm. they are, they're like making excuses for it. Well, what were, what were they doing? Why did the, what, you come to all kinds of excuses of why this cop would have killed them. <laughs> and so their politics may overlap with, you know, racist people or, but these, but another side of them, their politics overlap with protecting animals, protecting the earth, protecting the environment, blah, blah, blah. So I'm pretty sure that organization is an organization with money that is like, yeah. oh, we need to pour our resources into stopping this, this environmental slaughter. You guys are taking the land of these indigenous people and this mm -hmm. is their land and this is sacred land and we want to give you money. It is our job to be performative mm -hmm. and give you all the money to help you make sure to stop this pipeline. It's just, but, oh it's my God. The, the transgenders are taking over women's sports. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's just, I mean, I think also there's a telltale sign too when we talk about uh, around our stuff and identity today around trans folks. And you do see people talking about, oh, well, being non binary is different than being trans. And it's like, no, trans is a big old, transgender is a big old umbrella and folks are in it. But you see a lot of splintering kind of things where it's like, white folks, particularly white AFAB folks, have like 27 versions of things. Like there's radical separatist lesbian feminists, radical feminists, radical lesbian separatist feminists, da -da 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 -da. you know what I'm saying? And be so hardcore about that and missing the forest for the trees because here we are today and it doesn't matter what the Warren Court did on abortion, on Roe, don't matter what they did on Brown v. Board, don't matter. And they spent all this time, the last, what, 40, 50 years, just do it. Come on. And so I, I do think it's also a telltale sign for us as a community, too, when we spend more time talking about different definitions of things versus talking about what we need to do, you know what I mean, to actual like the work. I mean, it's important to talk about definitions of things. That's a tool to categorize things. It's not necessarily I'm a, I mean, not just to ca categorize, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think, you know, I think some I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Because I do think some conversations get kind of dicey in that direction. Today, I think there's a there's an uh, analogy there, a link there. Before we go further, somebody asked in our uh, inbox about uh, your pronoun. So I, you're making me think about uh, it. And I told them that I would ask you. So uh -huh. can you make it very clear? I thought we made it clear on our very um, first introduction to you. But uh -huh. um, in case we didn't, um, oh, can sure. you explain to people your identity and your pronouns yeah i identify as a transsexual i suppose who's genderqueer um so i don't really identify as a man per se i don't uh, i could i feel connected to maleness in a in a way so um 
So yeah, and I use he him pronouns usually in public. I think on a when I'm with my people, I really don't care as long as you're respectful. But I think for how I navigate the world, now I think how I navigate the world, I use he him pro pronouns because it makes my life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even with she her pronouns, like personally, the issue for me wasn't, and it wasn't always an issue. It was when it was like you are a girl. It wasn't in like interpersonal kind of conversations for me. I wasn't as triggered. I wasn't even really triggered. It was in these formal, like for me, it was like, you know, because everything was, you know, things are so gendered when you're growing up too. It's like this, the girls, this girls, that, that, that. So that's where when they'd be like, oh, you ladies, you know what I mean? Like it just, there's some, there, there are certain aspects of it that were really hard for me to navigate, really hard for me to hold. And it was really uh, painful, you know what I'm saying, uh, around that. But there also there also are times if I'm in casual conversations, I'm like girl, da 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 da, that's fine, that's familiar for me. Yeah, I don't mind that, you know what I'm saying. But like for the world, yes, I I, I use these. But if you know me and we're cool, like mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's no, shit. it makes sense, total sense to me. <laughs> so uh, with the world, people who are not. Hey. Um, your interpersonal, um, you know, circle is he, him. Is he, um, I don't like they don't pronouns personally. Cause I don't, I, uh, for my personal thing, uh, I don't mind people say, Oh, they did it, but I'm not really into being like, I'm about to you, like, these are the pronouns I use personally, just cause I think just trauma, I guess it just be like black people not call people and things. So I think for me, I'm that it's hard for me to think use those pronouns personally it feels like of, it it right because the, you know the generate the generational trauma my people from mississippi we you a boy you're not a yeah and all that kind of stuff so like connected to that that generational trauma is a part of why part of the reason i don't feel comfortable with that because that's all i hear in my head that's some white man calling my grandfather when he was sharecropping you know, a boy or an it and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes it do feel like it. You get what I'm saying? And some people are cool with using it as their pronoun and that's good for them. You know what I'm saying? But for me, that's for me and my house. (laughs) I can't. I can't. And that, but that's my, that's my, that's my I statement, my lived experience. My granddaddy didn't even get to get a full education because he was out here sharecropping. My grandfather didn't know how to read because he was sharecropping because he had to. He had to before he left Mississippi. <laughs> you didn't go to school. You go be in them fields. So, like, that's part of my lineage. I ain't cool with it. Yeah. So that's, he that's him, my thing. Yeah. He, he him, him. Sorry. And, you know, <laughs> that's what it, it is. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So thank cool. you for asking, though. I, you know, I, I clarification. Don't, uh, you don't identify with being a man, but you do identify with being masculine. And you do if, identify with some levels of maleness. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I feel like, you know, like I can be more, um, I'm, I don't feel like I'm confined around, I don't even like, I'm not really into masculine, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm tomboyish, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not really, I wasn't really a stud or anything, wasn't really super hyper butch, super butch. So like, I'm just whatever, but I feel like I have the flexibility with, that's why I identify as genderqueer, with my gender expression, I feel like I'm more comfortable around expressing the vastness of my gender since I transitioned medically. And I don't think, you know, I couldn't do that in the same way because then it was like, you a girl. Ah. <laughs> it's like, no, no, nah. 
you know, and I already told you in terms of top surgery, like I wasn't, I wanted to get a breast reduction, but at that time we was living in a different world where no insurance was covering shit, let alone surgery wasn't covering HRT, wasn't covering hormones, wasn't covering nothing. So when I came upon some money in that reality at the time, I said, well, shit down the line, I know I might want top surgery. I might as well do that shit now because this ain't going to ever happen again. I'm going to spend this money because I'm broke and I'm black and I'm trans. So, <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, I'm, it, it all works out in full circle because my life journey over the last, you know, 10, 11, almost 12 years or so, I don't know if I would have been able to navigate a lot of the spaces I had to navigate, uh, you know, especially like really fucking struggling if I had not had top surgery. I worked in spaces where it was like the ventilation was weird. And I can't imagine if I had to bind in that space. And also dealing, working in a transphobic environment, like, you know, so God is good. Your journey is your journey. Things happen for a reason. So, but yeah, I, technically I will still have boobies right now. If things went to, and then nobody would, you know, then people would just make assumptions about my gender expression. So it's very interesting too, now that I look quote unquote in the binary, which I never had planned to do um, and getting the projections from people sometimes. Cause I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. You know? You know what I'm saying? You know, it's cool. We real well, cool. the person who asked this, thanks for asking. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, mm. uh, if it was not clear, my um, I know my voice be Sorry. this this might be getting me together, and <laughs> my voice sometimes <laughs> is extra, extra deep. But you said we already said this. I'm a binary bitch. I want to be referred to all things her, <laughs> she, yes, girl. Um, I don't identify with female. I identify mm. with being a woman. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want you to call me a male unless we're talking about biology and we're talking mm. about the medical shit. But calling me a male just as like a identity marker. No, mm. get the no. fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, no, but I don't identify with being a female. I'm never gonna. Mm. That's I, you'll never hear me saying. Well, I'm a transgender female. No, I am mm -hmm. a transgender woman. Mm -hmm. Transgender is the adjective that that indicates the type of woman that I am. Mm -hmm. But I'm never I don't identify with being a female. And we've mm -hmm. talked about the difference between woman and female mm -hmm. on this mm -hmm. on this on this mm -hmm. show. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, so I I want to be identified with anything that has to do with girl, woman, her. <laughs> right, like let's be, let's be clear. All of that stuff is let's very be clear. I'm, I am a, I feel like I'm a feminine person. I feel like you know there. I, I embrace some of the masculine qualities that I have, and I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, stereotypical things that I might like that are stereotypically masculine that's still a woman doing those quote-unquote masculine things mm. it's very very I, i'm i'm very very binary in that way i am a woman mm. that is what i'm going to be that is not gonna <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> that is who but, I am. but you know like you said like a part of the man thing is like i'm like i haven't socially at that especially early in my transition i ain't socially lived as a man so i didn't really even feel connected enough to be like this because and it wasn't something like i said it wasn't something i desired i was not living as a man before i transitioned medically or anything so right i was very still gender queer in terms of my expression whatever but like you said like with the woman it's like that's your lived experience that was not a part a part of the reason i don't connect i didn't feel comfortable you know, I connect with it more because I look different now and am read as a man for in a way that I wasn't before. But my transition, yeah, everybody looks different over time. So but anyway, to your point, like just, you know, it's like 
that wasn't my reality. So I didn't feel comfortable with it versus like, I know your reality navigating as a woman. Like that's very different, you know, because gender is social. So, so that is yeah. our experience just to make it clear for the people who are <laughs> not, it's not clear. And I'll ask, I feel like y'all should know Mia's, but yeah, I'll ask yeah. Mia when she comes back next so week she can speak to in Philadelphia, right. gallivanting through the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she's doing her thing. But when she comes back next week, we'll make it clear again with Mia since some since y'all you know said that it wasn't very clear but we'll make it clear um but back to the subject I feel like on that's what just like I said earlier there are going to be different there's different sloths of people who I don't know what the fuck is going on with me I keep saying that word and I never use that word sloths sloths of people sloths of people sloths of people that um that are going because we are none of us none of us i don't care what demographic that you are part mm -hmm. of none of us are going to be the same exactly the same politically there's going to be some right. things that we agree with and different mm -hmm. there none of us are really a monolith i know we a right. lot of times we talk about people uh, um and even ourselves and even you know our enemies and even our people who we disagree with almost like we are all uh you know they're in in general terms like we all are a monolith but we are not a monolith um mm -hmm. there are some generalizations that can be made mm -hmm. but i think what makes life difficult and what makes political goals difficult to achieve is those people who are you know aligned with different things when we think about you know political mm -hmm. um progression when it comes to race relations we think about back in um when the clintons ran for office and they had one of the most you know racist campaigns in 92 but mm -hmm. they were on the democratic side but it was right. racist as hell that's when they were doing the super predator and doing the tough on crime with act, which was, you know, cold with dog whistle. Every, everybody's siblings tough on black people. Still. <laughs> yeah. So th this, there's a reason why white women, that was one of the highest, closest times that they were voting not uh, with conservative white men mm, like they they wow. were voting on out on democratic side usually it's not 50 50 usually they're on the conservative white side mm. but for some reason in that particular one he the black Clinton people are dangerous convinced yes. them yes. to come yeah. over to the democratic side and mm. so look we but but ever since then you know, it has that was the closest time to where it would be 50 50. Any other time, the white woman is aligning with the conservative white man. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, of course, we have liberal white women that's going to be Democrats, but usually they are the minority when it comes to that group. And this is how it gets difficult when we look at um, the numbers and the voting voting numbers and be like, oh, damn, the white women really are fucking with Trump like this. You yeah. know, are there some people who are fucking with Hillary? Absolutely. Right. <laughs> are there some women who was fucking with um biden absolutely but the majority of the white women were fucking with trump they were fucking with them because they fuck with you know the privileges that they have as white women in this structure in america they like arguing go they ahead like arguing i said they like arguing sorry it's like they like the white culture in general it's like it's like standby culture they like arguing and shit like they not an active playing an active role <laughs> what the fuck is going on like 
Yes. And yeah. and also understand that they a lot of people in that demographic, they don't like sexism. They right. enjoy the privileges that racism gives them. They don't mm -hmm. like the oppression of sexism. It's the same flip side with black men. They don't mm -hmm. like racism, but they mm -hmm. love sexism. Mm -hmm. They love mm -hmm. the benefit of patriarchy. They love the benefit of the man being the power. They don't mm -hmm. like racism. They don't like the oppression that the white man give, gives to them because of their race. Mm -hmm. They don't like that. It's the same mm -hmm. thing with the white women. And so these yeah. type of nuances are and these type of kind of Venn diagram where, you know, you have the oppressive oppressor, the oppressed oppressor, those things are going to be a constant element of surprise for us. We're going yeah. to be in these situations where you got the environmentalist people who are supporting, you know, climate change, but ooh, we want the transgender people to stay men or stay mm. women. Let's yeah. narrow it down a little bit. So it's easy us as black people to see that in white women, right? It's easiest for us to see how they play that kind of game because we got the the history, the historical context with um, Susan yeah. B. Anthony and the women's suffrage movement, putting the black women in the back and all that kind of stuff. Yes. We see that. Let's go. Let's let's do it internal. Let's talk about mm -hmm. how this man, this type of shit manifests in our own community. You exactly. know, because I think that's where it's harder for us to see. We just mm -hmm. were talking about LLC Twitter, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is easy for us to understand racism, but capitalism be kicking our ass too in our community. When yeah. we come, when it comes to classism, that yeah. be kicking our ass too, because we yeah. do not mind exploiting our own yeah. people when it comes to trying to come up in the game. When mm -hmm. we talk about drug dealers, when we talk yeah. about landlords, when we talk about real yeah. estate, when we talk about gentrification, when we talk uh -huh. about taking from the community but not giving back to the community having your business in the hood but you living in the suburbs. Come on now, come on now. You going to take thank you for taking my money to a whole different county. Right. So <laughs> you know this, is a, this is a yeah. this is where we come in when we talk about that Venn diagram where our politics don't always align with what we think they align with. Yes, we right. want we're anti-racism but we're not anti-classism. We we right. don't mind when exploiting our people but then ooh I don't want to be in the ghetto. I don't want to be in the hood. You know, I much rather go sit with the white people. It's wild now too because it's like the wealth gap is so much bigger than it was growing up. It's just so much more vast. If your if your home is raggedy and you ain't fixed it up, you ain't added any kind of value to it, but you but you upping your price, you're a landlord and you upping yep. your price, um, upping your rates to 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 match with inflation and blah 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 to make sure you pay your mortgage and so you can have a a bigger um profit margin you are being exploitative right <laughs> you're not taking you care of playing the same game that the 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 Hasidic Jews and the Jews play in New York the the you know how the how the white folks play in the south how you know all these games that we talk shit about 
all these mm. games that we all complain about that is that it marginalizes black folks. If you are becoming a landlord and you are doing that, you are mm. a part of the problem too. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah. you may be anti, you may be anti-racism when it comes to socially and not wanting the police to kill us and not wanting to be unfairly treated at the stores and unfairly all these unfair discrimination shit. You may have those ideals but when it comes to class when it comes to capitalism you align mm -hmm. with the conservatives you align with the white people you you align with those people who want to exploit the poor you are doing the same exact thing don't think that right. you're not right no you're right there are layers to all of this like you said you know you think you think folks are supporting one thing and it turns out that you know they they uh super turn <laughs> Super, super turfy. You know, I guess you, we really got to do our research on who is uh, support, not just who we support, but who is supporting us, you know. Amen. Um, so, you know, let us know what you think um, about this situation. You know, have you run into anything like this where you thought somebody was down for y'all, for your cause, for your people? And it turns out, oh, <laughs> we got to cut this off. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, let us know. Hashtag Marsha Slay. All right, so we got to talk about this Joe Rogan Spotify <laughs> bullshit <laughs> because shout out to the people who are listening to us on Spotify. It's like Spotify hey. is weird because <laughs> they don't give us their numbers. Are you serious? Yeah, when it went on our hosting site, we host on um, SoundCloud. Wow. And on and so I have to literally go to Spotify to see the numbers that we are mm -hmm. getting. So and they're like 10 10 percent of, of our listenership is on um, Spotify. So mm -hmm. um, so in order for me, like say that I'm trying to calculate to and, you know, somebody who I, who is trying to advertise with us, I have to go and look and you get what I'm saying or sponsor us. We I have to go and look at their numbers and add them to the numbers of that I get on um, on on SoundCloud SoundCloud because all the other third party platforms uh, they they send us they send us the the data of how we're doing on their particular sites and so it's interesting that Spotify doesn't so they do that weird shit but um, Spotify is getting kind of you know is getting kind of called out because mm -hmm. you know they're they have allowed joe rogan to say some of the most you know not just say some of the dumbest shit, but he uh, he has allowed misinformation and about vaccinations he had some guests on the show that said some shit mm -hmm. that wasn't based in science and a lot of people was like, yo, you he's a very, very popular podcast. But because you are this popular, you cannot be saying this dumb, letting people say this dumbass, unscientific shit on the platform. And so in response to them, just sponsoring right. in the response to um, Spotify, just letting him just be running wild and free, like, you know, white men love to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're just, people are like, no, I don't want my music artists are saying, but, no, I don't want my music on this platform. The shit was funny though. Are allowing this shit to happen. <laughs> huh? What you say? I said it was funny when it first stopped, popped off because they were like, 
when Neil Young was like, I'm going to pull my money. I mean, pull my stuff off of Spotify because of this bullshit. They were like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, because it was, like, you know, it's Neil Young. Yeah, yeah. He's an old school. Yeah, um, my mind. Things change quickly. <laughs> yeah, Neil Young, he's an old school artist. So it's like, oh, how much money is you bringing us anyway? And all this kind of stuff. But then, you know, Joni Mitchell started doing it. And she an old school artist. So everybody's like, what's happening? But then right. it just starts to be a snowball of more and more people. And even, um, you know, the beloved Indie RE was like, yo, <laughs> I'm taking my shit off this anyway, especially since most of these fucking platforms, the artists are saying they are exploiting us anyway. YouTube right. Right. pays the right. least. I did not know this, but YouTube pays the least, the, the artists, the least for their streaming. Really? Um, yeah, they pay the least. But they don't get a lot of money for the streaming that they do from these people. So they're like, we ready to take our shit off your, your thing anyway. So India RE was like, yo, we not fucking with y'all. First of all, I'm not fucking with y'all. Not just because of the misinformation. Y'all right. let this fool get on, get on the fucking, get on his podcast and shit and say the N word a million damn times. Yeah, after I, when we I saw that, told y'all, we Ooh. don't like y'all white people say N word. <laughs> that video, that video, that video, that video. I said, oh my, oh my, oh my. Because he said it about, she had a lot of clips. Yeah, she had clips. a lot of clips. And not just that, not just that. I hate Damn. when people is like, well, oh, you can't, you're editing this video and taking it out of, and, and not putting in the context. It doesn't matter the context. We're telling you not to say it. Ain't no context at all. The context is keep that shit out your mouth. That's the yes, context. that's the context. <laughs> that is the only context. That is the only fucking context that you that you need to Ooh, know. People really said that. I mean, I'm sure obviously people said that, but I definitely didn't see that. That's wild. That's wild, India. I mean, I was like surprised. Like I didn't know that he was just out here willy nilly saying <laughs> like because it was a lot. But I'm thinking. Like this is the that capitalist thing. This is doesn't matter to them. This, you know, the N-word, da 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 da. It's the money that they care about. It's money. It is, yep. it is, is is he bringing us dollars? And being that he gets millions of downloads every episode, he is the fucking new mm -hmm. kind of even further. Fuck Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> what's, what's his name Don Imus and shit yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, Rush he's Limbaugh. all yeah. these you know this void he has filled this void that uh, Rush Limbaugh has um, left the conservative people love to listen to him um, he's just he's just that um, and I, for me but how you how you be worse than Rush Limbaugh <laughs> damn dude <laughs> And, and even in the video when Rush Limbaugh was bringing that up, I was like, you of all people, I talk about Joe Rogan saying the N-word. <laughs> Come on now. It's like, damn, how bad do you have to be? <laughs> when he was Rush Limbaugh, I was like, know, oh, He just was being, girl. you know, his weird self. Um, but... I wanted to ask, like, what do you think about all of this stuff? What, what what has been your mindset around this Joe Rogan stuff? Because I don't listen to him. I'm not in I that part of the That's why people problems. So I, don't I don't know. <laughs> I never knew what he says, what he doesn't say. I don't listen to him. So I don't know what he's doing. I've, I mean, I've heard of Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, I of know, course. You know, I heard of him. That's about it. But really, it's like this is along those lines of other just like 
white people, white community, white culture, white everybody. Like, this is y'all. I don't know, girl. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. Joe Rogan. Like, I don't know nobody listening to Joe Rogan. I don't have this problem. America's divided. I'm not divided. White people are divided. I don't know. This that's all. You know, you know what I'm saying? So like, but I'm I'm glad like Joni Mitchell and Neil Young and, and the other whites are saying, hey, as a white, I don't want to be associated with this bullshit. That's great. You know, but remember, but, this is what this <laughs> they didn't leave, put take their shit down because he was saying the N-word. They took oh, that's why they took it down now because of the COVID, COVID stuff. <laughs> that's right. Listen, let's make it, let's make I, it very let me clear. My bad, let me um, back on up. Um <laughs> Let me back on up then, because they probably didn't know all this other shit till NDRE, because they ain't listen to Joe Rogan either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like they probably <laughs> no Neil Young and them. They probably was listening and they didn't care until till Neil the Young. Stuff. They didn't care about yes, absolutely. I think they Young, were. I thought Neil Young was pretty liberal. That don't mean he wasn't listening to Joe Rogan. I mean, not like not like, <laughs> but like the type that don't listen to you Joe can't, Rogan. You can't be that big and not have liberal people listening to you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about the artist though. I don't think Joni Mitchell or uh Neil Young was fucking with uh I don't know. Joni Mitchell, Johnny Mitchell is she Canadian? Yeah, they Canadian folks. But you know, they racist too. I mean, that the shit up there is atrocious in terms of indigenous people and the shit they going through. Because they like black people up there. They like the the shit is parallel in terms of what how, how we experience shit here. It's like that and like reservations and the shit that indigenous folks here deal with. It's like God damn Canada, y'all do it with a smile, kind of like your DM. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like the up, the the up north up north. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nicer racism and shit. You know, yes, with a smile. Yeah. You know? I re- what's crazy. I recently watched um the um. Rick James documentary. That shit was funny. So if y'all want to watch a funny documentary on Prime, Rick James is funny as shit. So, really? but he used to sing in a band with Neil Young. What? Ain't that strange? He people. It was so, it's so much that I learned about him that I didn't know. He used to be on Motown when Motown was popping back in the day with Supremes. He was on Motown. He just was behind the scenes. He wasn't. He was signed, but he never became an artist. And then he left wow. them to start his own band and get big, big, big and came and recorded an album and came back and re-signed to Motown. Mm. He was okay. uh, he was a part of wow. the Hitsville machine that we didn't know about oh. recording everything. And so um, but he oh. felt like because there was so much competition, because, you know, you had, you know, if you're Everybody. trying to. Yeah. Everybody, you had the Supremes, you had the Temptations, you had Marvin Gaye. So there was right. a lot of fucking um, making hits, and it and it was a lot of competition. So if you can half-ass sing, you you, you motherfuckers can't. Um, you you gotta be great. <laughs> and so he wasn't that great. He hadn't. He had a you know a little bit of voice, but he wasn't that great compared to those singers. And so. He couldn't move ahead, so he left Motown and then came back. But he went to Canada because he said it was less racist than in the United States. Mm. They were allowing Mm -hmm. him to, um, you know, be a part of the band, even though everything, you know, kind of the shit that he was creating was revolving around race. Like, ooh, like one of his bands before was um, called Salt and Pepper because they had black and white members. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, but 
he 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 was able to be a little bit more free and get a little bit more opportunities. And yeah. so he left and came back. He left and he started doing his own thing. And that's when he started having his fire ass album. And he brought it right. to, brought it to back to Motown. He came back because he was on Motown. Yeah. Wasn't he on Motown like pretty much the whole time? Yeah, he was he was a Motown artist. Yeah, mm -hmm. but not during that. Um he wasn't an artist yet. He was signed to them, but they never released anything from him. I got you. I got you. So when wow. it was a, when it what was that, you know, when it was still the black and white videos and shit like that, when it was the Supremes, the Temptations and that of Mary Wells and all that shit, mm -hmm. he was in the scenes creating music and playing the um, bass and doing all these yeah. things, but he wasn't, yeah. he felt like he was stifled because he was like, I couldn't be an artist. And so it's interesting that you brought wow. up Neil Young. Why, why I brought that up is because Neil, he used to work with Neil Young because mm -hmm. Canada was a little bit less racist. And so it's it and I say that to say, yes, Canada seems like <laughs> it's, you know, it would be nicer. Like it's it's mm. just, it's just it, they still racism still, you know, manifests it's itself. Different. It just manifests itself in a more um clandestine way. Because when I listen to, you know, a lot of black Canadians. <laughs> which they have a big like caribbean and african and and black mm. people who who migrated yep. there yeah yep. there's a big population when you hear them they say yes it may not it's not going to reflect like america it's not going to reflect like the southern states of america but it it is out here just like because racism is global anti-blackness mm. is global mm -hmm. and so yeah, yeah that's 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 um yeah that's just interesting about yeah, so I do think that they listen to Joe Rogan, but I don't think that they, um, you know. Uh, oh, Neil Young's Canadian too. I think. Yeah, I mean, you just said he's Canadian, but I mean, yeah, I didn't put. I didn't put Johnny it Mitchell now, are Canadian. Now I'm putting it together. I'm like, oh yeah, that's interesting. Like they're both. Yeah. yeah. And so in that regards, they like, no, we don't want to support this. We don't want to. Um, we want to take our music down. And so it started to snowball, mm -hmm. and you know, Joe Rogan put out an apology. And Spotify cut, took out 70 episodes that he has. Are you serious? Yes. They took out all the episodes that had the N-word in it. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Stop. 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 That's the because new. The whole, that's hold up. Because the whole time I was thinking, oh, that must have been before he was on Spotify. I mean, I just thought, you know, I mean, early. I didn't think that all of those clips were while he was on Spotify. Spotify is in some fucking trouble. That's, 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 that's. <laughs> so they took so it what, down. So what, oh my goodness. So when he gave the apology, they, they refused to take him down. But, but because more people were like, no, fuck this shit. This shit is whack. It wasn't just Neil Young. When they thought it was just Neil Young, it was like, oh, you're old ass. You ain't going to affect our bottom dollar. Mm -hmm. bye -bye. They said, they said, okay. <laughs> when it started to be more and more and more people like, no, fuck this. I'm taking my shit off of here. Um, then they were like, okay, now it's getting late. So what we're going to do, we're going to take out these 70, these 70, um, these 70 episodes that has that him saying the N word, we're going to take those down. And Why do you have 70? Why do you even have 70? <laughs> Nobody has Spotify. Y'all should have been one. How you got 70? How you got 70 episodes <laughs> to take the fuck down with this white band calling black people niggers? I don't. And he's not like whatever context. 
but, but, but even all, yeah, whatever context. And them clips, them contexts, okay? <laughs> right. It, it, was, it was like, it was just like oh, I'm just saying the word. Hey, come on now. Come on. This motherfucker like, oh, yeah, I called some niggas some apes. You know, like, what? But he actually did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I thought I was walking into the planet of the apes. Yeah, I just, I, I, Spotify. Period. You got to go. Like, that's what 70. Like, you, how you let 70, how the fuck you just a big ass tech company? You got all these people working for you. I know they do shit around their inventory. They do shit around everybody. I'm sure. How the fuck you miss 70 episodes of this motherfucking calling black people niggas? Because nobody complained about it, and we were making money. God off of damn, it. damn, and so just, damn. <laughs> and so God they damn. said with the with the COVID shit, with the COVID information, Jeez. they said when they have a, a a show that does that's about COVID, they will put a disclaimer on every episode that it may not be factual bullshit. So now they need a no nigger disclaimer. They need it has a, to be have a disclaimer to it. They got they need a racial, you know what I'm saying? They need like, you know what I'm saying? Like he said 70 times, Donna. <laughs> they need a disclaimer for that. They need a disclaimer for that. How many times did he say all these other vulgar ass words about people? Like, I just white people trip, man. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> a culture based on worshiping money and shit, and not human life. That's some shit. <laughs> it's I mean, just, it's like, damn, y'all. So, my question to the audience before we get up out of here, y'all tell me what y'all think about this, and how do, and how are you? If my other podcasters with smaller platforms, we are not Joe Rogan. We are not these people bringing, <laughs> making tons of money. We're not getting paid to be on there. We're not. Right. That's not how it works um, with us. We're not. We're not getting fucking, um, you know, contracts like he is to be exclusive on Spotify. Right. Um, he getting paid to be exclusive on part of Spotify. And what I learned from um, one of um, a friend of the show, a fellow podcaster, um, Rod, a black guy to tips. Oh, yeah. Love the show. Yeah. Rod said that actually it took th their money down. Yes, they got, you know, you know, a little deal or whatever, but it actually took the listenership down because it went to an exclusive, um, mm. you know, an exclusive platform. They had but a couple still, of other they still get a million dollars. They still getting coins, coins on top of yeah. coins on top of coins. Mm. Now, I don't know if Rod is getting that. I don't we're not talking about Rod, but we're talking right. about. Um, you know, Joe Rogan, he still got a sickening check from them. Mm -hmm. Well, how do small platforms navigate this? Mm -hmm. How do uh, audience, I want you to tell me, and especially if you are a mm -hmm. podcaster yourself, like if you mm -hmm. are a person who or a musician, anybody who, mm -hmm. who provides um content on Spotify, how are you navigating this? Should we take mm -hmm. it down? Should we like how what do you think? Should mm -hmm. the smaller groups of people who don't who get access from these platforms, we mm -hmm. get 
no, there, and I'm telling you from my own experience, the biggest check that I have ever, that we have ever gotten was from Spotify as a, mm. as an entity of Marsha's play. Um, mm. that was in 2019. Mm. Um, also them Spotify is the only platform that has showcased us mm. on like during pride month. It may be performative, but we, we found a, so many people found us yes, because yeah, of their, um, their showcasing us. We've never been showcased by Apple it's always white trans podcast that white that um apple showcase is never us um mm -hmm. even during like um black trans week and whatever during any time it is time to show and even the white we had white led podcast trans podcast call it out <laughs> last year Damn. um Damn. So it's mm -hmm. clearly bad um, mm -hmm. They never showcase um, black, um, black centered. Now, you know, they might showcase, you know, black led, but white centered. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You I know, know what, what I mean. mean. And so yeah. they might do that. But uh, Spotify is the only one that has actually put us on to, you know, you know, their, their, their main, their home feed and doing that, doing and that stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's different too for us? Because we're ad we're ad free, right? Yeah, we are. And some I know some of the other black shows are not. I mean, I'm not saying that makes the main difference, but I, I'm wondering like too. That's interesting too because we're ad free. We ain't making money for them like that in the same way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have yeah. no idea why that works, but all I know is that many people has found us through Spotify because yes. of their promoting us for free. We don't have to, we don't pay for it, but them right. putting us on their home feed, them when it's um some type of situation, when, when it's some type of thing that they can be performative, they always put us in the front. They always, you know, put, you know, do a That's show of love. And yeah. so yeah. not saying that they can't be trash and that, but they are one of the platforms that actually has done the work to put us in front of people's faces. Any, mm -hmm. There is no other platform that I, I'm talking about, like, you know, third party, like yeah. Apple, Spotify, mm -hmm. Stitcher, you know, mm -hmm. those kind of platforms that has ever done that for us. And wow. so I don't know. It's hard for me to know how to navigate that mm -hmm. in regards to, um, you know, and that's what I'm asking y'all opinion. Yeah. What are y'all opinions in that regard to smaller platforms? I get it. These artists. Yes, I get it. Pull y'all shit. But I don't know somebody like us who uses these for distribution if it mm -hmm. actually harms us or doesn't harm us. Right. You because that's we're the, not that's bringing money into Spotify like these people. They're not giving mm -hmm. us a check. We mm -hmm. are only using their platform. We're not getting money from them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to I don't know how to navigate that. I'm trying to be aligned with what the audience wants um but yes yeah, so what do y'all think and yeah i think we did a show hashtag marcia's plate <laughs> <laughs> and let yeah. us know what you think mia will be back next week we yeah. hope that y'all um you know we hope that y'all have enjoyed um our past episodes make sure you um, um, let us know, let us know, make sure you contact us, hit us up on all the social medias. Let us know what you like think. Like and all that. Yeah. Like subscribe and all five that. stars. <laughs> five stars. Not at all them things. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week. All right. Peace. Bye-bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes 
and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be all right. Don't you worry about a thing. Baby, it's a thing.